Hey, welcome to. <laughs> I am loud. Welcome to Parenting Isn't Easy. Um, I'm Daryl Wickert, and this is my wife, Margaret Wickert. Hey, and we're here today. We're um, actually, this is episode two. Are you excited about episode two? Sure. Our episode one actually just went live. I think that's something to be excited about. Are you excited about it? Or are you like, oh no? As an introvert, I'm thinking, what have I gotten myself into? As an extrovert, I am like, yay! All right, so anyways, um, today, you know, so check us out on all this other stuff. Um, check our old our old episodes. The one? <laughs> the one. Um, the one episode that we have, and we'll go from there. But today we want to talk about technology. Um, we have two teenagers, so that actually kind of fits well at our house. We, we find ourselves dealing with technology issues on a regular basis, don't you think? Yes. In fact, you said that we would have more Cooper stories, but this story is actually a scout story that I took her Wi-Fi and her unlimited data away from her on her phone just this past week because she wasn't getting stuff done. Yes, but that was all because she had finally pushed me over the edge of being frustrated with her on that particular that particular day. But social media people. It, yeah, it totally distracted her from everything that she needed to do. Um, but yeah, there's there. That's a whole deal. I need to stop the ums. We're gonna have to like slap me every time I do that uh, because babe, listening to this, I was twenty one like, years oh, of my marriage. Goodness. Your ums have <laughs> always been there, and they always will be. I, I hope they don't bother y'all too much. That's just going to be part of it. Um, <laughs> there it is. As the speech pathologist in me, there's really no getting over it. I know there's no really go- getting over it. So when we talk about technology and parenting, we've, we've kind of taught different classes on technology and parenting over the years. Everything from um, talking about social media to video games. We've talked about television, um, all kinds of different avenues that you can run into technology. What places were you kind of looking at today that you wanted to kind of talk with our listeners um, today, we just kind of looked at teens and how they use social media. And we used to talk about, hey, these apps are good apps, these apps are bad apps. But there are so many apps, there's just no way to keep on top of it. I can't keep, I don't even know, I, I can't keep track of which ones are. In fact, I think Cooper sends us a different app to log into every single day. Um, Those are all game apps. Yeah, I know. But they all, almost everything has some sort of social media behind it, whether there's some sort of chat room that you can talk in within the game itself or just your straight social media platforms like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. All kinds of et stuff. Cetera. Like well and I think that's the that's the, one of those things for us that we have to look at and just and kind of gauge stuff. And I think it all begins with that whole side of apps. Um, really before we get into anything is we need to realize number one that everything has a social aspect to it there's very few games out there anymore that don't have some kind of social aspect to it where they're going to be running into different people whether it be friends or just a random person on the internet which is always raises some different kinds of safety concerns well and even looking at um, the Pew Research Center that looked at teen social media habits. The Pew Research Center? Yes. Um, the P E W. <laughs> not Pew like it stinks. <laughs> Do not put that gum in your mouth. Why? Because you will smack like there's no tomorrow. Daryl. 
Um, but anyways, back to my Pew research. Okay. Was 97% of teenagers, 13 to 17, use at least one of the seven major platforms that are social in Some form or fashion. Yes, in some form or fashion. So 97% of kids. 97% of teenagers. Teenagers. That's 3% out there that are not on some sort of social media. And I wonder how, what percentage, do they have anything about like how many kids that are younger than that are allowed to do that even though they're lying? Um, no, <laughs> because there's no way to track that. They're lying if their parents put in their wrong birthday or if they just go in and make themselves an account. I read was, there was one account that would, you could put in the wrong birth date, and then it would autocorrect it to a right birthday so you could still get an account. Even though you put in your right birthday, you were too young, it would just fix it so that you would still get an account, and it would look like you were 13. You see, being the children's pastor side of me, that's one of those things that just drives me nuts. Um, when I see other parents, when I see people, that that's what they do is they put their they you see them that you know, I'll say I'll have kids come up to me, hey Pastor Darrow, I got a Snapchat or I got an Instagram, and I'll look at them, I'll be like, you're six, why six? Yeah, seriously, and I'll be like, first of all, how do you even have a device to have that? And they'll be like, well, I have this old phone, I just do it on Wi-Fi, but then you talk to them, and you. Yeah, and I always ask them just because I want to try to be that whole little um, instigator. Instigator, yeah. And Stir I, the I'll pot. Be, I'll be like, pot so how do you feel about lying all the time every time you're on that? And they always look at me like, but I'm not lying. I didn't lie. Well, yeah, you did because you wouldn't have an account. And I'm sure we probably are not going to gain any listeners from calling parents liars or calling their kids liars. But really, that's what's going on if you really want to be truthful about it. That's true. So the back to our Pew research, 97%, they are on major platforms. What are major platforms? Um, So for apps that are used the most by teenagers, and this is 13 to 17, um, YouTube was 85%, Instagram was 72%, Snapchat was 69%, Facebook at 51%, and then Twitter at 32%. Tumblr and Reddit weren't really used by teens. You know, I think I hear a lot about... um, you hear a lot about Netflix and all the different places like that, but but even for me, I think just from our generation, it's hard sometimes for us to sit back and look at it and say, "Oh yeah, YouTube's," you know, because I get Netflix watching shows. I there's still time, and I enjoy some YouTube, but there's still some YouTube that I just been like, "Why are you watching that? That's stupid." Cooper and I watched a lab um, YouTube account today because we didn't have any power at our house. And so we have a brand new puppy lab. Her name is Lola. She's a black lab. She's kind of crazy. But we were looking at the invisible challenge for dogs, and we Which saw. Which like a year old, two years old. When did they do no, that? it's the saran wrap one, not the one where you oh, disappear okay. behind the blanket. Oh, the saran wrap one. The okay. saran wrap okay. one, where you put saran wrap up and then you jump over it, and then you see if your dog can figure out how to get through it. And then, so Cooper and I were actually on YouTube today, but that was the thing. We were on it together. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's one thing, but I mean, we don't, but Cooper watches stuff all the time without us there. He does. He does. But it's one of those things, too, that he doesn't have the YouTube app specifically on his phone. He has to go through Safari to watch YouTube because then it filters his content. Yeah, but what does it filter? Is Does it filter it? It also gives you the ability to kind of check up on him whenever we go through his phone and stuff. Yes, because his our kids' phones are parent 
locked down. Locked down. So they I can't clear their history on Safari. They can't even download an app on their phone without asking for permission from either Daryl or myself. You know, and that's I think that's an important thing to understand is that hey, you take and you take a minute to you do that. You make sure your phones are locked down. Make sure those things are all being monitored by you. And I think a lot of parents they're clueless on how to do that. So what you do is you go on YouTube and you Google and you, or you search, you search on YouTube for a video on how to lock your kid's phone down and you watch it. And then that'll tell you how to do it. Or even if you just Google on your web browser, it'll pull up those videos and handy dandy little articles that'll tell you how to do everything, everything, everything. Yeah, probably stuff you don't want to know too. Um, probably a lot of stuff you don't want to know. Probably A lot of stuff you don't want to know, but, it, but that's, yeah. So you have that. Then you have, so YouTube, but I think YouTube is probably one of those things that's just that we don't even think about because this kid's just watching TV. And I think lots of times we don't even realize they're watching. Like there's lots of times Cooper watching YouTube. I don't even realize he's watching YouTube because I'm, I'm not really paying attention to what he's watching. Oh, I, I do. I mean, not at that moment. When he has his phone out, look watching, because he'll be watching videos on his phone. Yeah. And stuff like that. You pay attention probably more than I do anyways. It's um, true. So what, tell us, what else you got? What else statistics-wise is there? Um, well, a lot of times we're out. looking at the um, just, you know, a lot of people are saying that, oh, social media is horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible. But it can be used in for good. I mean, we use it for good. I use it to keep up with my kids and to see what they're doing. Um, and then I keep it up with keep up with their friends and see what they're doing. And then it can be a conversation starter. Uh, hey, I saw this on your friend's Instagram, Insta story. What are they doing? Where are they at? What are they have? Why are they doing that? Why is that? That's stupid. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I think for us, it's always been, a, it's you, you kind of have the whole, when it comes to social media on that, the you you being logged in to I think that's an important thing for all parents. They sh- one parent should always be logged into your kid's Instagram account, and I I would even say stay away from in stay away from the Snapchat, stay away from stuff like that because you can't that stuff all goes away unless I mean you can set well, it up. Well, and Instagram does that now as well that you have the disappearing messages. You can send photos, you can send videos, but it also doesn't have the discover tab of Snapchat where you're just inundated with inappropriate content. Yeah. And it's still, it's fun for us. Cause we'll sit there and watch whenever Cooper's like trying to Mac on some girl and they'll like be texting him and you'll be following along along the side and just kind of seeing all the different comments. So I always get a kick out of that. Or when girls call or girls are texting him saying, Hey Cooper, how you doing? Or when Cooper's being silly and doing something stupid and they say, Miss Margaret, I hope you're reading this <laughs> so that you can take care of Cooper. Because they know exactly what's going on. Yes, because <clears throat> they know that Cooper's mom watches everything that gets sent to him. <laughs> everything that goes on in that. So that's, and I think those are all important things for us to remember in, the, in those things. Is, you know, be logged into your, be logged into your kids' app. Ask them about those things. Don't be afraid of those difficult conversations that you're having. Um, And set up limits for your kids. I mean, there's got to be a point in time that they're not on their phones or on some sort of social media. And that was another one of the statistics that I saw was that 
54% of teens in the United States say that they spend too much time on their phones. So they realize it. But then they also see their parents are on their phones all the time, too. So it's got to be whether you come up with a social contract at your house of, hey, this is what we don't have any phones at the dinner table. We set aside time of just we sit down and talk and don't have our devices in front of us. Um, Family game nights where there's no devices or anything like that or no TV on that you can just sit and be with each other and just disconnect from your phone. Yeah. And I think those are important. I think it's also, it's important that we sit back and you, and you realize that, Hey, I think there's, you take it, you can, you can be like, Hey, I'm going to be over there. I think there's times we have to, and we're going to talk about this in one of the future episodes about letting our kids fail. I said, it's important that we, we set it up where our kids have the opportunity to fail, but we know that, that that's going on in those moments that, you know, cause there's times where we look in, we Trust me, our kids have made mistakes and those things. We've made mistakes and trying to parent them on those some of those things too. Um, but I think there's a there's a place for us to kind of sit back and say, "Hey, this is um, important for us to know those things and be a part of that." Yeah, and just look out for your kids' stuff and see what they're doing and be involved. I think that's the most important part is that you're involved with what your kids are doing and show interest in what they're doing and not just dismiss it. Okay, so we do. So they post accomplishments of family and, and and family stuff more than anything else. Is that what it was? Yes, that's um, when you look at what teens are posting. They're mostly posting about something that they did, something they accomplished, or family stuff that they've look, done. Look, I got this. And I also saw it was funny that um, everybody. You mean not every girl's like taking bathroom selfies and doing? Well, that's like, what oh, I said. Oh, oh, OTD hashtag. <laughs> I know what OTD is. I know. Um, I should miss say hashtag OOTD. But that was something that it said 45% of teenagers said that they sometimes or often post selfies. So that's less than half. But only 16% say they often post selfies. And I know our kids, I mean, I know that I don't think our kids are typical users of Instagram. Because in, Cooper refuses to post anything, really. Unless it's something big. It has to be something huge for Cooper. To and then share. Scout. But Cooper's a boy. But Scout's the same way. She's not a typical teenage girl. Either yeah. she Scout always waits for everything to be done, and then she yes. has to have this big, huge this retrospective. Like, yes, of, oh, this is all the things that happened, and how these friends are so great to us. And I love them. Yes, and I love them so much, and just want to be appreciate. This is an appreciation post to yes. all the all of my fans out there. Um, I did see though that um, a lot of times kids will unfriend other friends because they create too much drama. I can see that. And I, I would hope that that would be the case. And I, I mean, just like whenever we got off our cruise a couple weeks ago and you got home and you like that one, that one girl was like wanting to follow Cooper and Cooper and you're like, Cooper, who is this? And why, why does she want to follow you? Yeah. And he didn't even let, like he was just ignored it. I think the request <laughs> is still sitting in his inbox. Yeah. And scouts like the boys that like her, she's that she doesn't like, she didn't even let them follow her at all. That's either. true. She doesn't even follow them. <laughs> like it's like, eh, Sorry. Sorry. I'm not even give you a chance. <laughs> so, and then, so it, what is the likelihood? I think one of the biggest worries is, is parents giving out trustworthy information. Did you find anything about that or like stuff like 
Is that what is yeah, that? I believe that thirty-seven percent of teens believe that social media is trustworthy information. Oh, they believe that. Oh, gotcha. So Sorry. that means that they only thirty-seven percent. They don't think I'm that totally social media. Your, I'm trying to read your notes wrong to help you transition right. and mess it up. I thought you were going to go with a, another concern of parents is just keeping their kids safe online. Yeah, well, that is, and that's what that is huge. So, like, do you, we, we, we've, we've, and I think when the kids first started getting stuff, we did the whole, um, social media contract with the kids. We did. Um, and that, I couldn't tell you where those are at now other than the original copy in we've my computer. We've moved too many times. And so that's the, I think there's, there's that, but. It's got to, it's got to be from you as the parent to say, hey, listen, we have to be careful and you have to know what's going on out there. You have to inform them and educate them on what to do if this happens because 59% of teenagers reported receiving some type of cyberbullying whether that's being called an offensive name having something false spread about them um, having some explicit image sent to them um, physical threats if they're constant badgering like where are you going what are you doing who are you with and then um, that's just girls being thirsty in Cooper's case. Yeah, pretty much. Or <laughs> having an explicit photo of them sent out without their knowledge. But if you don't have any explicit photos sent, then you shouldn't be having taken. any or taken, yeah. and you don't have any being sent out either. We don't either. want explicit photos taken, doing anything. Right. So, but I mean, that's fifty. That's over half of teenagers, thirteen to seventeen, reported at least being called a name. I mean, eighty. What was it? Forty-two percent said offensive name calling. Thirty-two percent had false rumors. Twenty-five percent just got explicit images without asking for them. I'm sure. So. Um, I mean, our kids can say that. You gotta, yeah. I mean, Cooper's gotten spam on Instagram. That's another good reason to be logged into your child's Instagram account is that you can delete those before they ever even make it. Especially if they're at school and they can't have their phones, then yeah. I get it before they even see it you know and i think and i think it is a good sign that you know because you know, in your last stat you have written on your little cheat sheet is um two-thirds of parents are concerned about what time about time they spend on their cell phone i can see that and i think that's a good sign because i think that tells us that parents do see that that it can become a problem and that we're not just ignorant to it right and you know because I, I, I can see lots I know I worry about that with our kids. I worry about that with the kids that we minister to every week. I worry about all those kinds of things um, as we go through the different things we we do. So what we need to do is sit there and just say, "Hey, this is what the um, this is what the limits are on that." Right. Set up boundaries. Set up expectations. And if those expectations aren't meet, met, then have some consequences that are built into that social contract that you can social media contract that you can say, Hey, look, this is what happened. We said this up at the beginning when you got your device or when we got this platform that if you did this, then this would happen and be consistent and stick to it. Because if you don't follow through, then they're just going to keep getting away with it. Exactly. You know, I, so if all the, all this being said, here's some kind of guidelines that we, we go by when it comes to technology in general. Uh, so we all, number one is we always check what the ratings are. If it's an M or if it's a, that's always just yeah, a the note. The age range. The, for the age the ranges for apps. Uh, 
we and then if it even if it has like a if it's a not an everybody app, we want to know why, and right. we'll look up why why that is what that is before we approve it. And it usually Bef- says in the app description of hey, this is rated twelve plus because of infrequent or mild violence or wow, something of that sort. Yeah. And um, so you can make that. And a lot of times it's just a game that seems super simple. And then the ads are just atrocious. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, why is this half-dressed lady shooting guns at other people? That seems unnecessary. Yeah. and that's, You shouldn't and fight in half-dressed clothes. Yeah, I get you. Um, seems dangerous. <laughs> it does seem dangerous. You might you might hurt your toe or something. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> and um, closed toed shoes, people save lives. <laughs> that's it. Closed toed shoes. Uh, and then I, I. So we always check that. But then also we always we always want to be uh, cognizant of what that app is. So don't just say approve an app and not look at it know what know what's going on with your apps because i think it was just a few years ago when we talked about it um when we first started looking at technology teaching parents it was one of the fastest growing apps back then was apps to hide stuff from your parents yeah and that was always a that was always a rough a a different different program for us to, to look at so I think there's there's value in just knowing in knowing how your apps work. If if your kids have an app, you should be using that same app. If they have if they have Instagram, you need to know how Instagram works, the ins and outs of it. You need to know those different things because that would be terrible. I mean, if you didn't know how to do that stuff. I've had so many parents who were like, "Oh, well, Miss Margaret, I'm glad you're keeping up with my kids because I don't know." how to even do anything on that app and that just makes me sad it makes yeah it's terrible because we want we want to be able to help y'all and help, help different in different avenues but we can't there's we have too many kids that we have to watch i mean i have <laughs> called out those secret boyfriends on instagram to mama yeah yeah and that always they, kids always love that don't they they do yeah so my favorite was when i got a snapchat and one of our kids said mom miss margaret is everywhere yep all over the place and that's and those are all things that we that you need to remember. So check your kids' stuff. Know what's in the apps. Know what's there. You know, know what they're watching on TV. Know what's going on those things. There's going to be crazy things that you've never heard of. It doesn't matter how in you know in touch you think you are. You're going to have some kind of topic that's going to pop up, and you're going to be like, "What is that?" I can think of back to when like Cooper had that one kid at school said, "Hey, look this up on or Google this." And Cooper did. And, of course, his phone was locked down, so it didn't show anything. But they got in trouble for talking about inappropriate stuff at school. And it was stuff we had never even heard of. Yeah, I had to Google it myself. And, yeah, we were, yeah, your phone should have been locked down on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was not pretty. But And when we went and looked, back, looked at Cooper's stuff, he didn't see anything because his phone was locked down. And there's different, you know, and there's different ways to do that. You can find apps. Um, there's those different, you know, angel eyes, different things like that that you can look Disney at. Circle. That'll all that are all out there to help help with that. If you're not into that kind of thing, to kind of watch that. For us, we just all, all the time are just doing random checks on our kids' phones. Yep. And just to walk in the door, hand me your phone with no warning. And just get and do those things. That has to be understandable. There's no such thing as privacy when it comes to our kids. We, you know, we believe that full force that we are able to go in and do it, able to kind of just talk to them in that, however that may be. Because it's still my phone. I'm paying the bill every single month. 
That's it. That's it. So those are those are just some of our technology tips for y'all. Log into your kids' stuff. Put it on your phones. Put the check those apps. Um, just keep your kids safe. We want it, we want you to we want your kids to be safe. Um, that those are things. Hey, a couple things before we can move on. We before we close out today, y'all remember we have our parenting conference coming up August 9th and 10th. It's called Let's Talk Parenting. Check it out on our website. You can get a, there's a link at Mercygate. Um, dot com. There's also a Let's Talk Parenting website. There's tons of great speakers that weekend. I love our Barbers Hill um, administration because they're going to be coming over helping us out with it a ton. Uh, just, no Eagles. Yeah, we're going to have a big push for special needs kids that week and just kicking off with some new special needs ministry here at Mercy Gate, things like that. So we would love to have you all here and through all those different things that we're doing. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, say, you know, like we said, take care of your kids. Get involved with those different things. We'll talk to you soon.